the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is AM 1280. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Virginia Beach officials have revealed very little about the gunman who killed 12 people at a municipal building on Friday. That is by design. Public safety officials want to limit the attention given the shooter to discourage copycats. No photo was released who uh, was killed in a shootout with police. Congressman Jim Jordan says even though special counsel Robert Mueller did not clear President Trump of obstruction of justice, the fact that Mueller did not accuse the president of wrongdoing is significant. Bob Mueller had 22 months, $30 million, 19 lawyers, 40 FBI agents, 500 witnesses, 2,800 subpoenas. If he could have established obstruction, he would have done it. Jordan appearing on ABC's This Week. And uh, acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney says he expects President Trump to slap at least 5% tariffs on Mexican imports beginning uh, June 10th. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher exposes the impeachment strategy of the Democrats. It kind of hit me. They might just want to hold the prospect of impeachment over his head for as long as they can, trying to do as much damage as they can to his standing. Maybe that's the play. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Welcome back inside our Egan Bay studios on AM 1280. The Patriot, for your forecast today, it's lovely. 73 sunny skies, low of 52 today, but it'll stay mostly clear. And do you want to embark on an extraordinary 10-day adventure through Israel? You can with the Stand With Israel tour. It's going on December 2nd through 11th. You get to explore the Galilee region, Jerusalem, and Tel Aviv, all while receiving expert insights on the land and historic sites from Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. Register for that today at am1280thepatriot.com. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up in just a minute here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. You know what's cool? Summer. Beaches, barbecues, fishing, all cool summer stuff. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning also thinks it's cool to be, well, cool in the summer. That's why you can save $900 on a ductless unit or air conditioning system during Standard's Ready, Set, Save sale. If you've always wanted the comfort of AC, now is a great time. If your current AC system is old, a new energy-efficient one can save you on utility bills while also helping you keep your cool and not worry about it breaking down when you need it. Either way, you can save $900 on your new ductless unit or AC system during Standard's Ready, Set, Save sale, going on now through the end of July. It's just one of the many reasons your neighbors have trusted the experienced professionals of Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for nearly 90 years. So get ready, set, and save a cool $900 on a new ductless unit or air conditioning system through July. Find out more at standardheating.com slash patriot. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. 
Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is, Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs, or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800-593-4411. That's 800-593-4411. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie, hey, hey, He's back, everybody. Yes, indeed. And it is Sunday at 4 o'clock. You expected to hear me last week. You did not, but you heard... The greatest of guest hosts, Mr. Dan Rosen. He was fantastic. Yeah, he he is fantastic. I didn't realize he was old co-host over yours. I didn't know that you guys co-hosted the program together. Yes, we uh, co-hosted the program before that. We were law partners for 13 years. We continued to be best of friends and and all but brothers. And uh, I will tell you, nothing gives me... Uh, more happiness knowing that he's sitting in this chair to the extent that I can't be uh, sitting in this chair. He is uh, outstanding, as you heard. If you listened last week on the best hour of radio of the week, it did not disappoint as Dan Rosen uh, came in and talked about Jimmy Carter, and he talked about him with such such eloquence and knowledge because he has gone deep in terms of the dive on research regarding Jimmy Carter, and uh, he's very knowledgeable about the subjects that he speaks of. That is Dan Rosen and uh, Jimmy Carter, no exception. Uh, If you uh, listen to the show uh, a couple of years ago when Dan and I were doing the show together, 
Uh, Dan really is the one who added the intellect to the show. Now oh, it's well, just come on. I mean, I'll give you. I'll give you this. Exactly. Uh, that was really loud too. Sorry about that. Jeez. <laughs> a little bit of tomfoolery, and that's what we get. And you know, we throw in a few opinions here and there, but we do have the best guests on the victory hour of any show uh, this side of the Mississippi, and maybe the other side of the Mississippi. I will tell you today, no exception, as we have U.S. Senator Norm Coleman will be joining us shortly on the victory hour. Next week, Congressman Jim Hagedorn, newly elected Republican in the 1st Congressional District, taking Tim Walz' old seat, the Democrat, down there in the 1st and flipping it from Democrat to Republican, one of the few places in the country where that happened. Jim Hagedorn will be with us uh, next week. So we're going to talk to Norm Coleman uh, in a bit. We're going to talk about... uh, a number of subjects. You know, Norm Coleman is a very interesting guy. One, he, he's, uh, he's a good friend. We have one thing in common, I will tell you. Uh, we grew up as uh, liberal Democrats, both of us. Uh, Norm is a bit older than I am, but both of us worked for uh, liberal causes much of our junior years and, frankly, into our adult years, 1996. Late 1996, if you recall, is when Norm Coleman announced that he was moving from the Democratic Party, which he had been elected mayor of St. Paul in 94, as a Democrat. And uh, over the time that he was taking fiscally conservative positions, the Democrats basically ran him out of the party on a rail. And he uh, ultimately... Uh, two-plus years later, announced that he was going to be a Republican. He fully understands, therefore, uh, liberalism. He understands the Democratic Party. He understands how it operates, how they uh, think about things. And he understands very well conservatism as well. He has been a conservative and a stalwart conservative, uh, since moving to the Republican Party, and arguably a bit even before then. Uh, but uh, I will tell you, having that perspective adds volumes to your ability uh, to understand the hurly-burly of legislation, policy, and politics alike. So we're going to talk to Norm Coleman about that. We're going to talk about Uh, The Republican Jewish Coalition, of which he is the national chairman and has been since early 2017. He recently introduced President Donald Trump. While Norm Coleman was not an initial supporter of Donald Trump, this is why I respect him so. Both the fact that he continued to evolve and acknowledge how his positions have shifted, not by the wind or by polls, but by understanding and continually educating himself and going forward and gathering facts and identifying what sound policy is and what it isn't. And if it means moving further to the right, if it means saying, well, Donald Trump is not my choice, but then seeing what he does and then coming out with, you know, frankly, some very positive support for President Trump, and he is uh, 
certainly uh, not only not a uh, no-Trumper, but he is a Republican who fully supports Donald Trump. And we're going to see, uh, uh, ask uh, Norm Coleman a little bit about that uh, as well. We're going to talk about the Republican Party and where it is headed. We're going to talk about the Democratic nominees for president a little bit. And we're going to talk uh, with Norm Coleman, who has an enormous understanding of Israel, Israeli politics, uh, and the impact of the U.S.-Israel relationship on Middle East and U.S.-Middle East policy. We're going to talk a little bit about the Israeli election, if we have time as well, because (laughs) Bibi Netanyahu and the Likud party, while they were given an opportunity to form a coalition, Uh, have been unable to do so, and new elections have been called, I believe, for September in the state of Israel. Uh, And so this Knesset will be, I believe, the shortest uh, tenured Knesset uh, in the history of the Jewish state. So we're going to talk a little with Norm Coleman about that as well. Before we do, uh, a couple of comments. I I first want to bring your attention to recent polling that has been done last week on the approval ratings related to Donald J. Trump. And then I want to move quickly to electability now, 17 months away from the all-important 2020 presidential uh, election. Donald Trump's approval rating, either uh, people responding somewhat approve or strongly approve, is 48% disapprove or strongly disapprove, 52%. This according to the Harvard Center for American Political Studies and the Harris Poll. And that is the highest approval rating for Donald Trump in the last two years, in the last 24 months. Rasmussen also has him at 48.52. And frankly, Rasmussen, I believe, one of the better um, polls polling groups out there. Some say they're, they slant a bit conservative, but frankly, they uh, get it right more often than most. In addition, Trump, 73% of respondents say that their personal financial situation is either improving or they are just as well off. He also is above the waterline at 62 59 and 56% respectively, on approval related to stimulating jobs, the economy, and fighting terrorism. All very important as we uh, lead into this uh, campaign cycle. But here is, here is uh, what analysts have been saying. A number of them say, but for Trump being impeached, He is going to win, and he could well win in a landslide. And they look at the econometrics as it relates to how the economy is doing and the history of presidential elections based upon how the economy is doing. And Donald Trump, they claim, should be no exception, and, you know, it's his to lose. I disagree with them on that score. I don't believe that today's electorate as can be seen by the second election of Barack Obama, where the economy was in the toilet. As you recall, it was one of the worst economies uh, during a presidential election period uh, ever. Yet Barack Obama still won. Now, there are many reasons that he won, 
But if you just look at the economic numbers and base your predictions on that, it's a mistake. And I think Donald Trump is going to uh, not only give it his all, he's going to have to have a few things break for him, not least of which is eh, a less than stellar nominee from the Democratic Party. And uh, if I had the vote, it's very likely that that is going to happen. There will be a less than stellar nominee from the Democratic Party. I look forward to the debates, and I'm sure most of you do too as well. When we come back, we will be joined by U.S. Senator Norm Coleman. Very much look forward to talking to Norm about the issues of the day. Make sure that you do not go away. Do not touch that dial as they say. Pull out the number two pencil and the yellow pad. And write this down, 651-289-4488, and give us a call. While we're on this break, go to parkerdk.com. Often referred to as an award-winning website, I think you'll learn a lot about Parker Daniels' keyboard there, and you'll like it. Stay with us. We'll be back with Norm Coleman. Watch out, boy. AM 1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to parkerdk.com. Hi, John Wichko here. As the owner of Advantage Auto Glass, I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. Here are just some of the advantages of using Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage number one, we're locally owned in Minnesota through and through. Our corporate headquarters are not in Philadelphia. Advantage number two, we're family-owned. If you have a problem, you talk to me, the owner. Advantage number three, we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. So just tell your insurance agent you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass. Or better yet, call us direct and we'll handle it for you. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For tips, nicks, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. 
Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We are back. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Go to ParkerDK.com. You'll read a bit more about Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm downtown Minneapolis. Today on the Victory Hour, we are honored, truly honored to be joined by United States uh, Senator Norm Coleman. I know that uh, you all know him as a U.S. Senator uh, who uh, was in the U.S. Senate from 2003 until January of 2009, losing an election. I put that word losing in quotes. In 2008, 41.991% for his opponent, Al Franken, 41.984% for Mr. Norm Coleman, losing by 312 votes. And uh, arguably, uh, those votes, and this is just me speaking, manufactured. But before he was in the U.S. Senate... He was elected mayor of St. Paul in 1994 and was uh, there till 2002, as I mentioned at the top. In 1996, he went from being a Democrat to being a Republican. Let me speak to that for just a minute. You know, Norm Coleman, much like yours truly, researches, delves into, identifies issues and sound policy and calls it the way he sees it. He has been that way, and it's refreshing for a politician to do that. He has been that way since he has been providing uh, public service for all of us, which was many, many years, both when he was a lawyer at the Attorney General's office in Minnesota, mayor of St. Paul, bringing hockey back uh, to Minnesota, eliminating the underfunded retiree health benefits. He was a Democrat when he did that froze property tax rates for eight years, increased job rate growth in St. Paul uh, to to a high of 7.1%. All of these things that he evolved from where he was. Listen, this is a guy who went to high school with Chuck Schumer uh, and and the same high school who Bader, Bader Ginsburg went to and yours, you may know, Bernie Sanders went to. So what chance did he have? Well, He has evolved to understand, and I want to uh, talk now with the Oracle. Senator Norm Coleman, thank you very much for joining us on the Victory Hour. Very kind introduction. I I tell folks, and it wasn't a joke, this is true. I've never been either Republican or Lutheran until I went to college. I was from Brooklyn, New York, with Jews, Italian, Irish, and and, and that was about it. But... uh, that's right. That's I, what I say. Uh, what chance did you have, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I do say, you know, it's uh, when I went from Democrat to Republican, I didn't switch a single position. 
No. I, I got mayor. I didn't raise taxes for eight years. I rejected the AFSCME contract because it would have bankrupted the city. Yeah. In, in 15 years, I would retire health benefit program, retired uh, benefits, retire health benefit, retiree scout, uh, dependence for, the, for their life without a dime of employee contribution. Uh, this was before the health care crisis, but we just clearly, you know, we saw it was coming. So all, the, all that said and done, I, uh, I, 35 years of public service and, and uh, very humbled and honored to do all that. I tell folks I may have sent in front of my name, Andy, but I still have mayor stitched my underwear. That's the <laughs> That, that, well, I love job. it. You walk down, you, you, know, you go to Kowalski's to get a loaf of bread or something, and, and if the streets aren't plowed, you hear it. You hear it. There's no separation of X hundred miles from here in Washington. It's uh, you're right there. So very blessed. Uh, long, you know, thirty five years of public service, and and, uh, and still stay involved in policy and, and politics. Uh, I want to. I want to talk with you a little. A little about that. Yeah. No, I. You know, you know, I love you, Norman, and and I will say you were a great. Mayor of St. Paul, you were a great U.S. Senator for the state of Minnesota. It was a huge loss to lose you in uh, that seat. No Republican has been elected Mayor of St. Paul since you were. No Republican has been elected U.S. Senator uh, from the state of Minnesota since you last were. And uh, you know, there's reason uh, that we need to have more Republicans that really put their money where their mouth is. You have done that from day one. Uh, you know, they talk about great mayors, and I don't uh, include Bill de, Bla- de Blasio in that category. <laughs> yeah. at all now. But uh, you really, uh, you just have provided fantastic yeah. 35 years of public yeah. service, and we thank you. Now, you you know, yeah, you're the national... When I, when I was a mayor, quick question. Yes. When, I was, when I was a mayor, the best mayors in American mayor were either Republicans or Democrats who govern like Republicans. Yes. And that meant taking on the unions where you had to. It meant keeping them on property tax. It meant working with the job creators to grow jobs. Yes. So where the Giuliani in New York was at that time. Yes. Uh, um, in, in Philadelphia, Ed Rendell, Democrat. Governed like a Republican. Governed like a Republican. Rich, Rich Daly did that in Chicago. Uh, and and yeah. so you had a mix of, but it was all the same thing. It, it was, you know, taking on the, the, the powers that be, uh, making making it so cities were not going to be a place of a few haves and many have-nots. You're really kind of figuring out a way to grow jobs, create economic opportunity. And I still think that's the form. But I, I heard, listen, you know, to your intro, uh, I think with Trump, uh, the reality is that economics will play a big part. And Bill Clinton, you know, said it was economy stupid. It's, it's uh, or, or actually his, his supporters did. But but uh, the reality is it's still a big part. It's not everything. It's not everything. But it, but in the end, and, and, uh, and particularly, by the way, if the Democrats nominate, as you've indicated, if they nominate somebody to the far left, yeah. uh, you know, if they nominate uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, you know, you go down that path, and, and in the end, politics is business of choices. Uh, and, and if the choice is between someone who's, who's a so, you know, socialist, but Minnesotans and Americans that we're not socialists, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're believe in the market, believe in entrepreneurism, believe, by the way, in a, in a, in a big heart, compassionate heart. But we're not socialists and we're not anti-Semitic. And you've got a Democrat yeah. party now that unfortunately has, has voices that are both socialists and saying it proudly and many anti-Semitic, including you're right in the 5th District here in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you don't speak out about that, uh, then shame on you. And, and I don't think that's where Americans are at. And, and so business of choices, you know, Trump has his faults, uh, but uh, the economy uh, was done with Israel and the Middle East, and, and Democrats, if they go the path of, of, a, of a socialist far left, uh, they don't quiet the voices of anti-Semitism. 
don't be surprised by by a reelection in, in in 2020. Let me uh, let me ask you, Norm, along those uh, lines. Our listeners uh, want to hear about uh, a your view, your relationship, but your view of uh, Donald Trump. I know you introduced him as you were the no, you are the uh, national chairman of the Republican Jewish Coalition. Uh, our listeners are very interested in that uh, as well. How did the event go? Uh, this uh, last April out in uh, Las Vegas as it relates to the the Jewish Coalition's national, uh, the Republican Jewish Coalition's national conference. Donald Trump and I believe Vice President Pence all, uh, both spoke at the conference. I don't know of another time that the president, vice president of the national convention yeah. had actually spoken at, at the same event. Uh, and, this, and so this is very, very rare. Vice President actually called us and the president was scheduled and said, could we get him on the program? Well, of course we're going <laughs> to get him on the program. We're thrilled to have him on the program. Listen, my introduction to Donald Trump, and, I, and I'm somebody who kept harsh words for Donald Trump in the, in the right. primary, really harsh words. Uh, and, and, and I introduced him, though, uh, and, and gave a litany of the things that he did for the American-Israel relationship. I, I did a play for, for those linesmen in the audience, for those Jews, uh, you know, I pass over, we say, we go through a litany of, of all the things God did for us, and yes. gave us the Torah, set us free, freed us from, from the Egyptians, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and as, we, as we recite those, we say, Diana, it would have been enough. Every one of those things, any one of them would have been enough, but he did a litany of things. Well, Donald Trump has done a litany of things for Israel that haven't been done before. And whether it's recognizing the embassy in Jerusalem, whether it's killing the Iran deal, whether it's recognizing Israel's sovereignty over the Golan, whether it's Nikki Haley finally saying enough to, to, to tolerating anti-Semitism at the United Nations, uh, a litany of those things. Yeah, removing so, the Palestinians uh, from D.C. until they stop paying suicide bombers? Right, 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 right. We, we were paying American tax dollars are going yeah. to pay Palestinian terrorists to kill, by the way, Americans and, and, and Jews and Israelis, not just Jews, but Americans, right? And, and, give, and they're giving them, they're giving, you know, uh, lifetime benefits and, 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 and giving them, making them heroes. That, that's, that it shouldn't be. We tolerated that for so long, and this president said enough is enough. As we said in the 60s, Andy, you know, speak truth to power. This yes. is a reality. Israel, Jerusalem is the, 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 the capital of Israel. Uh, Lindsey Graham once said, if you have a problem with that, folks, blame God. Okay, he, he, he made it the capital. Don't, don't blame it. Don't, don't blame us. Okay? Uh, and, and so he, he did those things. And in the end, you know, get judged by what you do rather than just what you say. And, and half my board, by the way, were not Trump people in the beginning. But i got to tell you, after watching what he's done for Israel, uh, my board is, 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 is there. You almost unanimously and, and, and working for his reelection. Well, when we come back, Norm, I want to talk to you about how you see the Jewish vote in the United States uh, going in 2020, the direction of it, uh, at least, uh, the trajectory uh, of it, based upon what this president has done, not just for Israel, but for this country as well, in terms of its strategic position, in terms of its economy, uh, etc. I have been a huge supporter of the president. Obviously, I wish that he might do things a little bit differently, but frankly, if he did, he wouldn't be himself. And uh, being authentic is, uh, uh, as you and I both know, is, is very, very important, not just in politics, but in life. We'll be right back with uh, U.S. Senator Norm Coleman on the Victory Hour. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. 
1280 The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. You know, you think you're listening to WCCO. You're not. You are listening to the Patriot, 1280 AM. And it's the victory hour. Why do I say that? Well, I've been on Jordana Green's show a few times. Uh, she's wonderful over there at uh, CCO. But uh, they play this music. I mean, this is great music. It's all notes. I mean, I, I can't blame them over there. It is. It is. But... On the Victory Hour, 
we look to the classics. This does happen to be some of the classics uh, with Hall and Oates, no question about it. I'd rather but, listen to this than Cardi B or Drake. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm 25 years old, but man, I don't like my generation's music. No, I prefer this stuff. That. You're not. You're not no. going to get that on the Victory Hour, no question about it. And we've got a few more good ones coming up, so you make sure to stay with us. You know, I know that a lot of you tune in for the music and only for the music, but some of you should also tune in to maybe get an opinion here or there that starts to move you further down the path toward sound policy, good analysis, and uh, you know, figuring out the best way to move us all forward as a collective. That's enough. Put down the mic. You are a rude, <laughs> not yet. terrible person. Oh, not yet. All right, so we are here today on the Victory Hour with U.S. Senator Norm uh, Coleman, Someone who I wish, uh, boy, above all else, uh, Norm, for the U.S. Senate, that you uh, still had uh, a seat and were representing Minnesota in the uh, U.S. Senate. Uh, but I want to talk to well, you. Yeah, Andy, I got I got to jump in. I got to take this. I'm very, very blessed doing what I'm doing. And probably the biggest difference being in the Senate, not being in the Senate, is on weekends I get to actually enjoy time with my family up at the lake. Well, that, that you know that that, that, that and, and if people huge. don't people don't understand that you. you in Minnesota, you have to get Senate. You come on weekend, you get to do a parade yeah. every weekend. You, know, you lose summer, that, you know? and so you lose. You know, and, and so it is a blessing. God has blessed me immensely, and and, and uh, with public service, and against Northern policy and politics, but but get to get to spend some time at the lake. I just got back, listened to the Twins win on the way home. It's yes, glorious Minnesota day today. So we, we can't. Well, go. it's beautiful. My comments uh, purely selfish. Uh, no question. I I will say, uh, you know, as a national chair, as we talked about on the other side of the the, the break of uh, the Republican Jewish Coalition, uh, you're in a unique position to maybe comment as uh, you and I, I'm sure you, you get the same as I do, comments from uh, uh, my uh, non-Jewish brethren friends uh, who say, How, why is it? How can it be that the Jews have so regularly, at such high numbers, voted for democratic policy when, you know, those policies and particularly the party's attitude toward Israel now uh, is so antithetical to what the interests are uh, for those folks. What, what trajectory are you seeing for the Jewish voter, not just in the presidential, uh, but also uh, here in Minnesota and maybe beyond? So I'm, I'm glad you talk about trajectory. It's really that. I mean, the reality is that if you can get uh, 30, 35 percent of the Jewish vote, uh, then that's going to be that, that's, that's going to be a lot. That, yeah. That's going to you know. So, so yeah, uh, unfortunately, not every one of our lines is going to care about Israel. Uh, a whole you know, generation of folks growing up, you know, today, it's not the most important thing in their mind. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we lost a, a lot of Jews left the Republican Party who were you know grew up and, and were Democrats their whole life. Goes back to you know those who were voting against the Civil Rights Act in '64. I think it was a seminal moment. And, and so, on the other hand, there's you know this president uh, doing what he's done, and the Democrats on the other side going away from Israel. And you know, folks have said, well, Senator, you're 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 making it a partisan issue. Israel shouldn't be a partisan issue; it should be a bipartisan issue, and it has been historically. And I give credit, by the way, to Steny Hoyer and, and Nancy Pelosi for, for their, their approaches. But the fact is that those voices are being muffled now. Yes. And, and so they, they're being muffled by the, by the Rashid Tlaibs and, and by the New York Seas uh, and, and by Ilhan Omar right here. 
Uh, and so the, the reality is, if you go in front of a Republican audience and you say, I stand with Israel, that is an applause line. You cannot make the same comment in front of a Democrat audience today. You're not going to make it a Democrat national convention. And so, and that breaks my heart. So, so I think you're going to see that the trajectory is such that, that we're going to do you know, better and better, but still not everything. For, for, you know, for the social issues are challenging. You know, when Moses came down from the mountain, he had those two tablets. You know, for some folks, on all those two tablets, one of them was written abortion, the other was gay rights, and that's it. Yeah. And that's all you care about. Now, I care about equal rights for everybody, by the way, for everybody. I also care about whether mom and dad has an opportunity for a job. I care about whether, whether they're safe and secure. I care about America's relationship with Israel because that's, uh, that's critical to our national security. And, and so if you have that point of perspective of what's important, uh, when you wake up in the morning, what do you talk about? Are you going to work? Are your kids safe? Is your family safe? Is there security? And on those issues, we do well. Republicans do well. But, uh, you know, we, we lose on a lot of the social issues. Norm, Norm let, me, let me interrupt you a second because I really want yeah, to get, get pointed on this question. I want to bring this down to the presidential election in 2020, and if it is a close election, I know one of the strategies that the Trump campaign is already looking at is if they lose a Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, a Michigan, this sort of triad, uh, you know, one or even two of those, Minnesota is a place where Trump believes, which is why he has been here so often, that he believes he can turn. He lost it by 44,000 votes uh, last time. And the reason that he lost it, to make a, a more specific point, is really, I believe, the third congressional district. How is it that Donald Trump can get the Jewish vote, and it's not a small vote, I mean, it's not huge, but uh, to get that to move, or just generally the third congressional district to move. Do you think he can do it? Dean Phillips just won there against incumbent uh, Eric Paulson. So, so uh, small, small, small numbers make big differences, uh, and, and a small increase in the jury showed can actually make a big difference. Uh, and Dean Phillips has, has a challenge, challenging as is, does he speak out? Does he take on his, his classmate? Does he take on his colleague in the 5th District, or does he sit silent? And, and so he's going to have to make some choices along the way. Uh, and, and, and the voters in that district are going to make a choice. But, uh, again, I'm going to go back to something that you kind of dismissed a little earlier on the economy. Yeah. Uh, but the economy yeah. is going to make make a difference. And, and, and so, uh, and how, by the way, the Minnesota economy, which, by the way, depends on, on our ag economy, which depends on trade. So we've got to see what happens with China. In the end, is it a net win? We've got to see what happens with USMCA, which is, which is the known after. Uh, there are a number of things that, in the end, and it's still it's being played out, but if you've got a strong economy, folks, and there's a big split in the state between rural and, and urban. There's no question about that. Republicans control the state Senate because they dominate in, in rural seats, uh, but they lost all the, the urban seat and suburban seats in the House races in 26 and 2018. Well, that happened again in 2020. And, and so the bottom line is the president's got a real shot in Minnesota, but it will be dependent upon how some things play out vis-a-vis China uh, and vis-a-vis Mexico-Canada. Uh, and that in the end, it's about the economy. And I really do believe in the end, people vote their, their pocketbooks. And by the way, it's not just the Jewish world. I'm among the African-American community. The lowest rate of unemployment in history. The lowest rate of unemployment in history. Uh, doing things with, with, with uh, uh, on, on, on the level of, of folks who've been imprisoned and, and 
uh, kind of reaching out to the black community with some with some you know uh, legislation and proposals and you know kind of in that space that everyone else has ignored. And, and so, little small numbers make big differences in a state that somebody lost by by, by less than a percent. Uh, and so, let's see how it plays out. It's still soon to tell, but but small and 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 we'll see that in Minnesota. And there may be some other places. So you're right. If, if Michigan doesn't come through, Pennsylvania doesn't come through, watch Minnesota. And 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 there'll be a lot more focus on this in this state in this election than there was a couple of years ago because everybody ignored it. Trump almost ignored it. He came here like in the last week and I said, if you would have come here another time, you may have taken Minnesota. And by the way, we've run Democrat longer than any other state in, in the nation. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it is a tall order. Uh, I was frankly shocked, though, that uh, the president came as close as he did the last time around. Uh, I think the the 8th district and their dislike for the Democrat candidate Hillary Clinton uh, is what caused that to happen. Uh, they the may... 8th district has shifted, Andy. The 8th district is no longer... We don't, when I grew up, when, I, when Warren Spanis was, was the attorney I was working for, he's running for governor. You know, in the end, Ray Caucus wins the 8th district, and, and the race goes from Spanish being at 2 in the morning, and I was there that night with my boss, uh, to Perkins at 5 in the morning, because the range came yes. in. Yes. The range is no longer a, a solid Democratic stronghold. For sure. We Republicans, we own the 8th in terms of Congress, we own the 8th now in terms of some state Senate, local offices up there. Uh, you know, tech, Duluth is still Duluth, but the rest of the 8th has changed substantially. And, and so, yeah, this is not the same Minnesota as always been, but you're right. The key will be in those suburban areas. Let's see how it plays out. There's, there's a lot of water to come under that bridge uh, before the election in 2020. There is indeed. Norm, can you uh, stay with us for just a few more uh, minutes? I want to ask you sure. about the Democratic presidential nominating process and about the interesting elections in Israel, which I know you know uh, quite a bit about. Fascinating. We will be uh, right back with U.S. Senator Norm Coleman, who's been with us nearly the entire hour, the victory hour. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. All right. Just better off not listening to Brad. AM 1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. I am Welby Torres, owner and lead tech at AirTech Automotive. When a job well done is out of here and you see this customer's face lit up, you can't, you can't fake that. And that's satisfaction to me. What am I working for? To treat every car like I treat mine. 
At ADP, we're designing a better way to work so you can achieve what you're working for. HR, talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people. Learn more at design.adp.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack. Oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Made fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to wait for it. Now I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Is mad at black. Got the I thought the song was dead, but you brought it back, man. Oh yeah. You can whip your horse. You gotta go on uh, you gotta go online. A group of third graders were all dancing to this. Yeah, it went viral. No, again, I thought the song was pretty much dead, but then I saw those uh, elementary schoolers have so much fun, and now it's making a little bit of a comeback, I guess. Little Nas X. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. And we have a special guest on the Victory Hour this week. U.S. Senator Norm Coleman has been with us, and we have a couple of more, a couple more topics to cover uh, with Senator Coleman before the Victory Hour closes. And I rush off for first game of hockey in the summer campaign. Woohoo! This evening, uh, our team. Uh, did quite well in the winter campaign, and I and I bring up hockey not just coincidentally but purposefully because I am very glad to say that uh, the mayor at the time, Norm Coleman, brought hockey back to Minnesota, and Minnesota would not be the same. Literally, would not in any way, shape, or form be the same uh, without it. I probably watch seventy go to or watch seventy wild games a season. Seriously. Yeah. Wow, I'm a I big fan. Them. I'm not even on that kind of level you absolutely are. Gee, I didn't know you were that big of a hockey yeah, fan. Yeah, absolutely. Norm, okay. thank you for that, if nothing else, right? I, I listen, one of the great thrills of my life to drop that puck opening night. The thing that's so strange, Andy, is that it was it was 
be 19 years this year. 19 years. Yes. I mean, where, where has time gone? But, by the way, we still have one of the best arenas. Oh, no question. Probably the best at the time it was built, but was still to this day really one of the just a, a tremendous, tremendous job. And it's been been great for Minnesota, great for St. Paul, and, and uh, now we just got to prep for home Stanley Cup. Yeah, many, many thanks as well to uh, the uh, now uh, no longer with us, uh, Bob Nagley, who Bob Nag- Bob Nagley, uh, just great passed. Great man, great man. Yeah, great man. And, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, he, he had the courage when a lot of people didn't believe. That's right. Uh, you know, David, David Ben-Gurion, first time in this was anybody doesn't believe in miracles is not a realist. Uh, Bob and I were always <laughs> realists. We believed in miracles. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, we got hockey back to St. Paul. Well, so, it's, uh, it's fabulous. It's, anyway, that's where, I'm, that's where I'm rushing off to. But before I do, Norm, t- tell us, you know, you, you, you have a, a unique uh, perspective. You understand uh, politics in a way that, you know, you've, you've been – very involved. Now, it was a couple of decades ago uh, in uh, the Democratic Party. Uh, very involved in the Republican Party. Very understand. Great understanding of uh, the state of Israel, the U.S.-Israel relationship. First, tell us about the Democratic nominating process. I know they shifted their rules a little bit. Who do you think is going to come out of this, uh, Donny Brook? Uh, this. Uh, uh, avalanche of candidates on the Democratic side, and then we'll talk about Israel after that. Yeah, Andy, I'm, I'm going to say up front, I'm not even going to venture to guess. Uh, I'm the last person to ask, uh, you know, what do you think the Democrats are going to do now? Yeah. The party, though, has gone to the left. They have gone far. The, the energy in the party is to the left. The folks that show up at precinct caucuses, the folks that show up at, at uh, conventions, are way to the left. So it is the party of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren yeah. uh, and that ilk. And, and, and so if that's the reality, uh, then you're going to represent, some, you're going to love somebody who may not call themselves a socialist, but as a, you know, they, they call Democrat socialist. But the AOC represents the energy of the party. And if that's the energy of the party, then Democrats are going to lose in 2020. But that's where the energy is. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but, but I'm not going to I'm not even going to venture a guess. Uh, and actually, Amy Kovach and I, Amy's a friend. I get to, and I say that I, I don't want to get her in trouble because if I say anything nice about her, it's probably going to lose her votes yeah. in the Democrat process. So so I got to I just got to be quiet. But uh, she's been good to work with and, and, and she does listen. But I got to I'll be I'll zipping my lips right now because uh, uh, I'm what not about the fact that the, the Democrat process, that the rules uh, have shifted you know, away from these super delegates as super well as proportional yeah. rather than winner take all. I mean, that's going to have an impact on them. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the impact is along the direction that, that you have spoken about earlier that I'm speaking about now. Uh, it, it is this is not the, the party of centrists. It's not the party of the middle ground. It's not the party of bringing America together. It's the party of a very different America. Uh, it's it's the party with government controls all your health care. It's the, it's the party of, of uh, uh, it's just the party to the far left. The no far borders, left. no borders. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's I just I just don't think Americans are at that place. I really don't. And, and, and it's a party that is not supportive of Israel. And I say that again, understanding that traditionally the party has been there. But the voices, the party that has stood for a strong U.S.-Israel relationship, those voices are being silenced. They're being muted. By, by the by the Ilhan Omar's and the Rashid Tlaib's and, and the uh, AOCs. So speaking of Israel, where where are they going to go? I mean, this election is uh, critical for the state of Israel. Uh, they just uh, completed 
the electoral process there. The Knesset has so you been got, sitting Andy, you, you, for you've weeks. got a sophisticated right. You've got a sophisticated audience. They, I, I think you're, you know, most Americans wouldn't understand. I think your audience understands that Israel is not enough right. to win an election. Got to form a government. Got to form. And and got to form a government. And and this is somewhat unprecedented. You know, Bibi has been masterful. And you know, I, I must confess, I, he's a friend of mine. When I was going through my cancer treatment at the Mayo Clinic, he, he called me to say, you know, Senator, uh, I'm praying for you. Uh, Bibi's a friend, uh, and and he's been masterful. And but this time he didn't succeed. And and uh, I can tell you, I, no one saw it. I didn't see it. Folks that I know that are close to him didn't see it. So now it's now it's you know I, I think again I think he'll win the election again. Uh, but in Israel, it's not about winning. It's a different system than ours, folks. It's not about winning an election. It's forming a government. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how this plays out. We'll see how it plays out. But this is not something that anybody anticipated. Uh, but in the end, listen, with Israel relationship with the U.S. is strong. It's continue to be strong. Uh, and, and I still think Bibi is going to continue to be at the helm. I'll tell you, one thing that people need to understand as well is the fact that the Israeli electorate uh, is... Uh, fairly consistent over the last many, many years, more than a decade, in terms of moving each election a bit more toward security and safety as they see the Palestinians, the Arab community, some of the Arab countries uh, moving into a much, uh, creating a much more dangerous environment uh, for them. And when that happens, the electorate coalesces, and they coalesce around safety and security. So while uh, Bibi may be that candidate in terms of the largest number, there are many candidates that really focus on that, including the blue and white, that, uh, the, which is the yeah, yeah. leading opponent to, to Bibi or the next largest party. Uh, they are focused on safety and security. Which is not surprising, and the analysis is correct. So, listen, I, I don't think uh, – I'm not going to be venturing any guesses. Uh, this is we're in a little bit of uncharted water. But uh, in the end, I'm just very confident that the U.S.'s relationship will remain strong. It certainly remains strong with this president. Uh, it remains to be seen what our Democrat friends do coming in 2020 in terms of, of who they endorse for that race. And if they endorse someone who's not supportive of the U.S.-Israel relationship, then – no shame on them, but I think they're going to be a loser if that's the case. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more. That is U.S. Senator Norm Coleman. Norm, h- how are you feeling health uh, health wise? Things going well? Looking up? Well, well, yeah. I, I've, uh, you're only as good as, as your latest PET scan in this business. I got to go back to Mayo on July 8th, and I got to check a little something out. Uh, you know, in the end, I think I'm going to be fine. A lot of people praying for me, and and uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Uh, and I uh, just hope those PET scans keep coming back with uh, no little marks or something on them. So I'll be back to the good folks at, at Mayo. We are blessed in this state with having the Mayo Clinic, you know, with us. I got to tell you, that makes me, I wake up every day feeling pretty good because of that. Well, that is beautiful. And when I saw you just a few weeks ago, you looked uh, you looked great. And I will have you in my prayers for that upcoming uh, I, I got my hair back. Results. I got my hair back, Andy. I, yes. I yes. On Malkovich. Now I got like the old one. Yes. <laughs> so, You're looking good. Uh, there you go. Little things are important. That's right. That's, uh, thank you very much. Thank you, 
been a joy. <laughs> U.S. Senator Norm Coleman, thank you, Norm, very much for being with us on the Victory Hour. Folks, come back next week. Have a great week in the meantime, but come back next week when we'll be joined by Congressman Jim Hagedorn. Again, have a great week. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Varicose and spider veins. What a gift from my mom. She had them, and I got them. Not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? That was it. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The doctors at Vein Clinics of America have been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced vein treatment center in the U.S. The best part is, Vein Clinics of America is coming to the Twin Cities this spring, and most insurance is accepted. So if you have tired, swollen, and painful legs, or suffer from embarrassing varicose and spider veins like I did, you can now get world-class treatment for your legs right here in the Twin Cities at Vein Clinics of America. To learn more about location openings, call 800-593-4411. 800-593-4411. That's 800-593-4411. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.